Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. short rest. Oh, I see. They said you'd be showing up about now. Come on, through the portal. Best not keep the lore mistress and lore master waiting. You know how they get. Robots Radio presents the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. The best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters to those curious about D&D to learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons and Dragons. Hello and welcome to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio. And I am Mary. And we are continuing our series on the Faerun creation myth. What what happened to create this beautiful land, this beautiful world we know as the Forgotten Realms? So much crazy stuff so far. Uh, there's there's been, been raging there's, dragons. There's there have been, been dragons raging. Rage Against Dragons, the first group of bards. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> instead of the machine. Rage Against the Dragons. Yes. Um, been yeah, like a bunch of... created and ice ages and darkness a serpent swallowing the sun a snake ate the sun a snake ate the sun uh yeah so much crazy stuff has already happened and so much crazy stuff is yet to happen and i feel like that is um kind of also a snapshot of our lives right now (laughs) if you could just like if someone were to ask us like how uh how in the past few years like well so much crazy stuff happened and i feel like so much crazy stuff is yet to um, <laughs> but let's just <laughs> jump into it so when we left the creation myth we were starting mm-hmm. the first flowering yes um and this is a period in Faerun's history that is about 12,000 years long it takes place between negative 24,000 dr and negative 12,000 dr and so at the start of this period the elves have split into five major realms. Okay. We have the Arivandar, which are mostly sun elves. You have the Keltormir, which is the moon elves and green elves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have the Mir Itzhar, which are dark elves and green elves. Uh, Chantel Othir, gold elves and moon elves. And then the Ilifarn which is a combination of green, moon, and sun elves. So gotcha. it's not really split up amongst like elven subspecies, more so just um, like it's just like different realms and you got different types of elves um, for the most part. The Arivandera are nothing but sun elves. So, you know, they're, they've always been kind of the like the really hoity-toity ones, if, yeah. let's be honest. Um, I, most elves are a little hoity and a slight bit toity. <laughs> mostly hoity a little bit of toity uh, there are uh, several other smaller realms as well 
Mm-hmm. You know, but those that I mentioned were the, the main powers. Right. Um, and I love this. And we will probably do a bonus episode of some kind uh, later on. Uh, but myths and legends also state that it is during the first flowering that the last of the Avriel, the winged elven race, uh, that's when they were believed to have left Faerun. And so they still exist in, uh, you can still find them in, they're almost kind of like unicorns in, in the sense like yeah. they're still around, but they're very rare, but mostly they're, they're relegated to like myth and legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, just think of like an elf with wings, which is like pretty dope. It does sound pretty cool. Not gonna lie. So what, what happens during this time period? So, uh, around the beginning of this entire era in negative mm-hmm. 24,000 DR. So the uh, Umanti Empire of Maharshalk has all but collapsed, which we talked about a little bit at the end of the previous episode. And this is thanks to repeated assaults on its cities by the great dragons, the great worms of the South. Remember, the 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 great the dragons uh, took over the South and, and all the giants fled to the North. They said, see you later, South. No one will be attacked. No more by dragons. I'm out of here. Exactly. That's exactly what they said. That was um, that, um, Mary was quoting uh, something written by <laughs> Ed Greenwood himself. Uh, so uh, if you remember from our last episode, our good friend, Uptal the Deceiver, uh, <laughs> he is called into service. Uh, or rather, he calls into service an army of winged serpents known as Kuwadles who arrive in the jungles of Cholt from an unknown continent to the West, and they begin a centuries-long struggle uh, between them and the Yuanti for control of the Cholten Peninsula. Eventually, this this like, centuries-long war ends in a stalemate with the Hazur Mountains as the dividing line. Okay. And we alluded to the Rage of Dragons that we talked mm-hmm. about in the first episode. Uh, following the first Rage of Dragons, the surviving elves establish the Drakeridge Mythal in the far north of Faerun to prevent the dragons from again taking control of the continent and and then you know enslaving other races as a result. Because right. yeah, that's what dragons will. Probably we kind of want them to not kill Could and, you not? and burn and destroy everything. Could you not? I just planted those crops. Could Come you, on. Could you not? We just established the civilization. Could you not? Um, so yeah, for again, the mythos is magical. It's like powerful magical effect that's created yes. by a group of spellcasters uh, that mm-hmm. can protect and then and also ward a large area with numerous powerful enchantments. It is a massive, massive magical thing. It is right, really right. Neat. Uh, you know, mythos are uh, you know it's one of the many uh, mechanisms in place to protect, like candle keep, for instance. Yes. Uh, the elven people begin to settle into the aforementioned five major civilizations across Faerun. And with their success against the orcs, against dragons, against the giants, uh, mm-hmm. the other races begin to thrive in safety. So like the the elven success, like, you know, when, when elves succeed, everyone succeeds, it seems like. Um, right. And they're also, you know, they also begin on their own path towards civilization. And this is then this is what's known as the first flowering, this this time period. Um, about a hundred years later, and then over the next thousand years after that, is when these aforementioned elven kingdoms are established. Okay. Uh, so you've in negative twenty-three thousand nine hundred DR, the gold elf kingdom of Arivandar, 
in what is the present day high forest is established. Mm -hmm. And then uh, 300 years after that uh, is the establishment of the first settlements of the gold, uh, gold and moon elf kingdoms of okay. Chantel Orthir uh, in the mm -hmm. green fields, you know, as well as, you know, uh, like outposts in the R deep forest by moon elves. Uh, because really over the next like 3000 years or so, like all manner of, of settlements, uh, communities and kingdoms are established. Like this wait, is wait, really wait. like when stuff starts to like take hold. So they lived in our deep forest. Our deep forest. Our our deep. Our deep forest. Our deep forest. Our deep forest. Oh, so they're <laughs> the wood elves. Your deep forest? No, our deep forest. No, it's our our deep forest. We all live here. Uh, Not just me. All of us. All of us. Not my deep forest. Our deep forest. <laughs> it's ours. We can share it. I'm cool uh, with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. There's plenty of forest to go around. Uh, so. So for 3,000 years, things are good? Things are great. So, I mean, <gasps> then, of course, you That's know, weird. after 3,000 years of, you know, civilization thriving and, right. and, and kingdoms being established and all uh -huh. that, uh, of course, war breaks out. You have to have, you have uh, to have war. It was too peaceful for far too long. Uh, yeah, war breaks out around negative 20,000 DR yeah. uh, when the first skirmishes between the Ordashar and Ilithir begin. Mm -hmm. And those continue on and on eh, just for about seven millennia, you know, just, yeah, just uh, several thousand years. <laughs> it's not that long in elf lives. Nope. Yeah. Not in the terms of an elf. It's a blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. um, there's also evidence from carvings and some sea caves that suggest that the merfolk, the Lokatha and the Sahuin exist and have battled each other also since this time. So, oh. just, I mean, so like some beefs have gotten started Beef, like you know, some of the most well-established beefs start during this Are marinating? period of time. Yeah, I mean, marinating the beefs. They're marinating the, the, the no. Beefs. The beefs have been marinated, oh. and now now they have gone to a full broil. So hungry. <laughs> I could go for I could go for a stew right now. Okay, uh, totally. In negative eighteen thousand eight hundred dr, we see the establishment of the first settlements of my Maya Tirar in the high moor and misty forests by mm -hmm. uh, wild elves and dark elves due to political differences with the of gold course. elves of Arivandar. And this is especially important in the history of the dark elves okay. um, who are the ancestors of the drow. Mm -hmm. uh, this will eventually lead to the schism between the surface elves and who and and who would become the underdark elves right uh, and the details are of which are different you know depending on whose side of the story you are listening to well, yeah, obviously uh which is you know it, it's interesting like reading um uh like R.A. salvatore's dritz books mm -hmm. you know uh they he does spend some time in menzo berenzon and, and in the underdark and and is you know uh, subject to that sort of yeah you know, it's propaganda I would guess even if it's if it's false or not it's you know they're still um, oh both it sides off as I, you yeah. know that neither set of none of the sets of elves are ever going to admit that the other side was right that's right not, exactly so like, hey you got you know what we totally goofed yeah. we totally screwed up our bad no elves oopsie yeah sorry uh, so about a thousand years later another group of elves break away. And the first hmm. settlements of Keltomir in the forest of uh, the theater are established by
identify the moon elves and the wild elves as they're they're just seeking peace and simple lives away from the mm-hmm. strifes of all the other elven realms which like i can here? like like in you know in in my older age i can definitely appreciate that mm-hmm. definitely appreciate like look man I'm just, can i just chill can i just like, like that's, oh. that's what that's that's the sort i would be like yeah like, like can i be that kind of elf where i'm just like y'all i can identify with the moon elves like, like let's y'all just go messy. like chill y'all y'all messy, messy. Yeah. god dang man over here living for you know hundreds of years y'all want to be fighting all the time you want to spend them like this for real um so negative seventeen thousand six hundred dr is a year mm-hmm. that we've discussed in a one of our patron plus episodes Ooh. uh which uh this is the year of the first sundering okay and if you are interested in uh bonus content uh early ad free episodes uh free merchandise definitely check out uh, patreon.com slash dnd lorecast so many perks just go look at the perks look at the perks, look at the perks. uh hundreds of high magi gathered in the heartland of Faerun at the gathering place and uh which they had done before uh mm-hmm. and they um they had goofed before i, I uh, they wouldn't call it the gathering place if it hadn't worked before sergio and right. i just have to throw that out there right right they're not like like we're just gonna call this place the gathering place since it's we're already all place. here we're already since here. we're here um so there's um this uh, the destruction of uh tintangir okay. um they they did not they did not heed the lesson they ignored the lesson that was learned uh from that destruction centuries earlier and the High Magi cast a spell designed to create a glorious elven homeland. Ah, yes. Beautiful. And so as the day of birthing dawn, the spell... That. What's that? I said, of course, it's called the day of birthing. Right. right. So so hoity-toity. It um, is. The spell reaches its pinnacle, but the unbridled force of the spell sunders Faerun apart. Uh, hundreds of cities are washed away. Thousands of elves lay dead. Mm-hmm. And the face of Toro has changed forever. Uh, the name Faerun, you know, which was once just like the entire landmass, uh, now yeah. is, you know, now only the largest continent bears the name of it. And meanwhile, Evermeet, the island of elves, is created. So, I mean, they, they probably they got, weren't that mad about it. They got what they wanted, I guess. Yeah. Uh, a very well, interesting event occurs in negative 17,100 DR when the unification okay. of the Saderwood, which is mm-hmm. the kingdoms of Sayopir, Theantar, and Iliur, is mm-hmm. threatened by the Dark Elven Ilithiri spies and assassins. So the Dark Elves kill the leaders of the <gasps> aforementioned three kingdoms uh, mm-hmm. and then frame like all each other like oh beautiful yeah i mean it's absolutely chef's kiss and which drives the three realms which were on the cusp of unifying into a multi-front conflict known as the war of three leaves that is the most elven war title everything about that is elven af (laughs) yeah absolutely and the uh, the Ilithir influence isn't discovered for centuries. So it's like, it's hundreds of years later before people realize like, oh, uh, oh, 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 hey, oh, beans. And so as a result of the War of Three Leaves, 
numerous elves abandoned the surface realms to settle in the Selma Basin, also known as Vilhan Reach. Uh, mm-hmm. And this kicks off the elven migrations, which continue for several millennia. Uh, 300 years after it started, the War of Three Leaves ends with the Three Kingdoms, uh, uh, you know, essentially like, you know, calling a truce and, and mm-hmm. it ends peacefully, but they remain separate. Uh, and then in fact, uh, the three like even continue small skirmishes amongst themselves and with right. the theater for centuries. So like things are never quite the same again. Right. Uh, around negative 14,000 DR, the second epoch of Seros or time of elves officially begins with the building of the undersea capital of Arisa Malir and ends with 40 years of war between the sea elves and other undersea races. <laughs> They're just gonna go. Let's go under the sea and start fighting people. It's like we've been fighting on the surface way too long. What about under the ocean? We'll take a beating when we are creeping under the sea. Uh, I just love like they establish this kingdom and then like for four decades fight other undersea races. That it's doesn't like the make audacity. it sound like it was a very gentle settling of like, a kingdom. You... It kind of feels like a like driving a wedge into the middle of something. Like just the utter audacity. Audacity. That's that's true. If elves have one thing, it's, it's pointy ears. Oh, it's also oh. audacity. It's pointy yeah. ears and audacity. That's where they keep it. They keep it's... all that audacity in the points of their ears. Right. Yeah. See, we have curved ears, so mm-hmm. not that much. We still have some audacity, but there is a finite amount of space for our audacity to be held. Mm-hmm. Elves, mm-hmm. though, pointy ears. Dripping with it. Dripping with audacity. You know, <laughs> I might need a shirt that says that. <laughs> oh, I mean, that actually probably would sell with the kids these days. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this leads into a period of time, uh, which they're not, you know, that's uh, not collectively known as this time period, but it's when the crown wars take place. So the crown okay. wars are a series of elven wars fought between 12,000, negative 12,000 DR and negative 9,000 DR. So over over about 3,000 years, the great elven kingdoms participate in five primary conflicts and one minor conflict, which almost leads to the entire destruction of the elven race. Oh. So, you know, again, uh, is it worth it? Uh, Many nations in the South fall during this terrible time, and it includes an event known as the Dark Disaster, which okay. utterly destroys the forest realm of Mayatir, which we'll we'll talk about uh, here in a little bit. But okay. I mean, just some of these names are just the best. The dark Absolutely. disaster. I again, I love how plainly things are named. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, right? Are they fluid? It's like, oh, that that sounds bad. Like, it's very bad. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then also during this time, it's and and it's perhaps. Dr- you know, due to the savagery of mm-hmm. these conflicts of these crown wars. Absolutely. Um, and perhaps other factors, you know, that are lost to time. Or, you know, like you said before, a little column A, a little column B. Mm-hmm. Uh the dark elves become become corrupt during this time era during this time oh. period, during this era. You know, they they break away from their surface kinfolk and after much warfare and cruelty, they're banished from the world surface to uh, become what was now known as the drow, which this is awesome. Uh, in Elvin, the word traitor is drow, 
which sounds like drow. Yeah, that, that's something. It's the word drow with like seventeen different. Like with the, it's got yeah, like, so many extra vowels and an like H. So many. That's how you make anything vowels. elven. <laughs> it's like that, that's drow, right? Like, yeah, but let's let's elvish let's elvish it up a little Elf bit. Throw about yeah, fifteen unnecessary sprinkle in the vowels. vowels, and we'll see. So many vowels. <laughs> um, so the first crown war. Uh, so approximately in fourteen thousand seven negative fourteen thousand seven hundred dr, the Vaishan, mm -hmm. the ruling clan of the Sun Elf Kingdom of Arivandar, they discovered mm -hmm. this this link, an alleged link. They you know what they say is a link uh, between their family and the Ulrithi, uh, okay. the ruling family of the Dark Elves and the Wood Elves of Mirtir. Okay. Uh, and so uh, Coronal also, which is what they, which like the, the elven king monarch. Okay. Uh, Coronal Ivosar Vaishan uh, chooses to make a claim toward rulership of the latter kingdom. Like, hey, there's this link uh, that, that links us together. Like I, like I make a claim that I should also rule uh, Miratir. Uh, and so um, it says when peaceful overtures were rebuffed. So apparently he tried to at least do this diplomatically uh and the the dark and wood elves are like no no like what no right um after that was you know after that failed the vaishans and their kingdom begin to raid the borders oh, of, of the course. country uh because you know like of course if you know if you can't get it peacefully you might as well take it by force we warfare yeah, uh until full-blown war breaks out in negative 12,000 dr uh 200 years later Avin, uh aravandar has occupied the mm -hmm. country of miratir but full control doesn't take place for another 500 years uh the remaining elven kingdoms it says are both shocked and spurred by the aggressive war which i love that it's like oh my gosh i can't believe that would happen but that means we can do that too right how brutal they're so <laughs> brutal they're, they're like you know like feign like you know uh disgust but also like but oh. now we have permission mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so the second crown war breaks out while the first you know before the first even ends of course so the second crown war uh it's a, yeah, ostensibly in support of the of the dark and moon elves of the mm -hmm. Myrtir allies, the dark elf country of Illithir. Reminder, the Illithiri are the ones responsible for the War of the Three Leaves. The ones who uh, killed several elven kingdom heirs and then blamed them all on each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, they attack the moon elf kingdom of Orishar um, and then escalate the conflict to encompass uh, Therentar, Eluar, and Siropir and utterly destroy them. So, you know, they do this, like I said, like, you know, to support their allies, but really it, it kind of seems like they're just trying to, like, they're using this as, as an excuse. Right. Well, if you go at it with the excuse of supporting your allies, then you also have your allies' assistance in achieving your own goals. Right, right. And so the brutality of these attacks led to the creation of the epithet Daro, meaning traitor, to describe mm. the dark elves of Illithir. Uh the Illithiri got their name from. That's where they got the name. The Illithiri conflicts which begin in approximately a negative 11,700 DR uh span about 1200 years and during the course of this savage war 
This is where the demon goddess Loth takes the opportunity to seduce the ruling families and powers in the kingdom to further further toward evil. And she is assisted by a fiendish valor by the name of Windonai, which hmm. again sounds like excellent bonus episode fodder. Uh, yes. Absolutely. If, yes. if you're new, if you're new to the show, uh, know that we we find a subject to cover, and mm-hmm. then from that subject we come up with at least half a dozen other subjects. So, uh, we are not really hurting for topics to cover when it comes to D and D lore. No, we have running lists for various platforms so that we can share all of the content. Oh yeah, and because yeah, there's there's some stuff that's like you know kind of like oh there's there's not nearly enough to cover in an in you know for an entire episode mm-hmm. uh but yeah this is still so cool we can't keep this to ourselves mm-hmm. and so that kind of stuff will like go up as a tiktok perhaps mm-hmm. so then the third crown war takes place in about negative 10,900 dr the arivandar which are now known as the vaishantar empire Mm-hmm. Uh, they are aided by a fallen solar, uh, which is the most powerful of angels. So a, a fallen angel mm-hmm. named Malkazid in invading the sun and moon elf kingdom of Chantel Othir. This war goes on for about 300 years until uh, Chantel Othir surrenders after the death of their ruler. So uh, the Arivandar empire or people, the Vaishantar uh, mm-hmm. rulers, uh, they don't stop with um, with Myrtir. They continue to the other empires, to the other uh, elven kingdoms. Right. If it's worked so far. Might as well. Might as well. But they, 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 they do too much. They screw up. They goof. Uh, they Put goof in negative 10,500 DR. Um, during what's known as the Fourth Crown War, owing okay. to destructive magics of Vaishantar, the dark disaster occurred. Oh. And a magical storm turns Myrtir into the wasteland that is now known as the High Moor. Um, enraged at the destruction of their dark elf brother's land, the Ilithiri savagely attack the Vaishantar Empire. So now you've got uh, the, like, essentially like the strong this like the most powerful sun elves against the most powerful like dark elves it's a battle of dark and light i mean and that's and again like depending on the on what perspective Mm -hmm. you you hear what you'll hear a different story i mean the vaishantar are probably saying like oh you know we are you know we're trying to um do this for the perceptions part of it Right, like they're trying to do this for the betterment of the world, for the betterment of the elven species. Right, the theory are like trying to stop this, you know, uh, authoritarianism. You know, this uh, right, uh, this you know, um, just juggernaut of of war. <laughs> and so, but at the same time, though, it's hard to it's hard to sympathize with the Illa theory because they begin to openly worship evil gods. Oh, I know yeah. it's always something. Uh, and they commit it's always evil gods. There's always evil gods. And they commit such acts of atrocity that, uh, or such acts of atrocity that all the remaining elven kingdoms decide to expel the Illa theory, dark elves from Corallon Larthian's grace. So 
not only do uh not only do they are they making the enemies of the of the sun elves all the other elves are like hey like we appreciate you kind of coming to our aid but y'all are not the best we'd rather you not (laughs) um could you don't could you don't and so the most powerful mages and clerics succeed in completing the ritual in about negative 10,000 dr uh though it had the adverse effect of corrupting all dark elves not just the intended eltherians and the dark elves are driven underground and that's when the epithet drow eventually turning into drow like really comes into hold so again it you know like depending on your perspective uh the illithery uh you know and that i guess that's you know what most like probably drow like hold on to is like hey like we're just dark elves like we didn't really have anything to do with the illithery they're doing their own thing and we got and lumped we were into all that. punished for it right yeah. So the fifth crown war My takes goodness. place after that. So many crown wars. And uh, the fragile piece is shattered in negative 9,200 DR when the Corlan Lartharian mandated elven court decrees that the sun elf clan of Aishan is responsible for thousands of years of war. Um, again, not they're not wrong. I mean, they're not wrong, but they're also not the only ones that were... But They're... if someone attacks you, you kind of got, I don't, mm. right. It's messy. It's messy. Politics. So, you know, so the Vaishantar empire, you know, they, they accept the charges, you know, they make good on, on the restitution. Um, no, they absolutely they? don't. They dispute the charges and madly yeah. declare war on everyone. Yeah. Cause that's, I was, that doesn't sound very <laughs> elven to me. Vaishantar. Oh. Like, oh yeah. No, you know what? It's fine. I love that. I love that. That's just the and complete the elf got like knocked out of his complete trance. Complete lack of accountability. No, and uh, consequently, also, um, screw all of you. Thanks. Yeah, right. Just like real, like uh, half baked. Like screw you, screw you. You're cool. Screw you. I'm out. Energy. Yes. <laughs> um, and then within 200 years, the you know this ancient kingdom is destroyed. You know, it's oh, it's cool. them against everyone else, and eventually, like they they can't keep going. Well, I mean, they kind of drew that line in the sand, sand I, saying, you know, oh, no, we didn't do this. That's the line. That's we're going to stick to this, going to stick to our guns until, you know, until like stubbornness until we run out of bullets and yeah. you guys use your guns to kill us all. It's, yeah. I mean, stubbornness of elves is not uh, anything to joke about. It's yeah, it's it's well regarded and well known. <laughs> Um, then what took place is uh, it's known it's not officially known as the sixth crown war uh-huh. um, but it's un- it's officially unofficial um, mm-hmm. it's colloquially referred to as the sixth got crown it, war it, but it. it's it's officially known as the seven citadels war and it's it's a set of skirmishes between you know got other uh, other elven forces um, but I mean just thousands upon thousands of years of warfare just... amongst the elven kingdoms um, during which, like you know, the entire the entirety of dark elves are separated from the surface elves into, uh, it, you know, and which is in the ramifications of which are still felt today. Yes, absolutely. This is what are we looking at? Several, several, because we're at what fifteen, right around yeah, fifteen hundred I mean, like, dr is current about time. Thirty thousand years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's so what follows is a brief, a brief quote unquote brief 
6,000 year period uh, oh. known as the founding time uh, between negative 9,000 DR and negative 3,000 DR. Uh, it's also known as the age of the proud peoples. And it's during this time that the humanoid races begin their expansionist efforts. Um, several major conflicts also occurred during this time, uh, including the spider wars and the era of Skyfire. Again, both of which sound awesome and we cannot wait to talk about them. Just going to have to do an entire uh, series of wars. I mean, Let's make a list when, and start knocking. Them. There's so many when they have dope names like Spider Wars, like yeah. the Spider Wars. I already, I feel like I know where that's going. Considering I have an idea, I got a feeling. Um, and this is followed by the Age of Humanity, which we will cover in the third and final part of our Faerun creation myth series. Yep. So there yes. you have it. Um, we've got the uh, the first flowering, the crown mm-hmm, wars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the uh, the origins of the drow. A lot of elven history. It's a lot a of lot elven. Of I elven mean, history. they are kind I, of some yeah. of the only folk around at this time, yeah. to be honest. Which is probably for the best because they were out there causing all kinds of problems. I mean, yeah. Imagine if they were Acting if there's a fool. other like species around, like having to deal with it. My goodness. Oh, elves no. come on now just chill yeah, get it together uh yeah so we'll be back uh <laughs> and again we're here every week with more lore uh always with always. lore we love the lore uh my name is sergio and i'm mary fare thee well dear listener and until we meet again may all your 20s be natural thank you for listening to the dungeons and dragons lore cast if you've enjoyed the show consider following us on twitter Instagram, and TikTok at D&D Lorecast, or jumping into the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons and Dragons. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at Robots Radio.com.